How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to another episode of Keeping It Real by Caroline and Sophie. It's rainy and drizzling and horrible in London. I've got to say that these podcasts are actually feels a little bit like oxygen these days. What do you say, Soph? I love it. To be honest, I really feel like this part of my week is the highlight. I just love coming around, sitting in your kitchen, drinking coffee, talking to friends and talking about life. It's just such a lovely outlet to discuss all the things that are going on with us. Can you believe it's May? I can't believe it. Sweetheart, seriously, when we last spoke, I had sandpaper in my throat. Don't have sandpaper, but I just can't seem to get over this bloody cold. And I really think it's got a lot to do with this bizarre weather. So last mm. time I saw you, I was heading to Denmark yeah. on the Wednesday. On Thursday, I had this photo shoot oh, where gosh. I was shooting swimwear, not only in six degrees, but in rain that and hail. absolutely hilarious. I mean, the madness But of... the photos are incredible. How you managed to break a smile in the hailstones in a swimsuit I do not I tell you it was a rather desperado (laughs) feeling I've got to say it was actually one of the maddest experiences well you definitely pulled it off you look absolutely fabulous in them and I I I think sometimes when all the elements are against us it actually makes for a more fun ridiculous experience and the outcome is the photos are absolutely breathtaking so you nailed it you know what I was talking to a friend about After presenting Denmark's Next Top Model for five years, and obviously some of the photo shoots, you want the models to really go and experience something very extreme, like shooting fur in 45 degrees heat. And I slightly feel that, you know what, guys? At the end of the day, karma is a bitch. (laughs) So there I was, swimwear, six degrees, and hail. Our photographer, at the end of the shoot, made a snowball. Oh, my God! It was insane. So today's subject is even more interesting, seeing as I still feel so lousy. We've got Yelda in the studio, who's here to talk about in the, studio. the complete <laughs> life-changing paleo diet, which has completely changed her life. So I'd love to know, Yelda, what, how did this start? Why did you reach out for something like the paleo diet? Hi, girls. Thank you so Welcome. much. <laughs> Thank you so much for welcoming me on your podcast. I actually, interestingly, I did a video this morning explaining, because it's so confusing for people. They hear, oh, you should be keto, you should be paleo, you should be vegan, you should be this, you should be that. What I actually focus on is to keep inflammation low in the body. Inflammation is the cause of a huge array of diseases. Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, cancer, heart attacks, autoimmune diseases, eczema, arthritis, Asthma, I could go on and on and on. Most health issues come from inflammation. So I unfortunately got diagnosed with two autoimmune diseases. In 2007, I got um, diagnosed with ulcerative colitis during my first pregnancy. 
ulcerative colitis is like IBS on speed. Wow, that's you, scary. You don't want to have that. It is an inflammatory bowel. So IBS is inflammatory bowel syndrome. Ulcerative colitis, like Crohn's, are inflammatory bowel diseases. And how does that make you feel? What are the symptoms and, and what's the <laughs> do, life do, that goes with that? Do you want to go through yes. the symptoms? Absolutely. It's pretty grim. Um, do, before I talk, it's a bit emotional for me to talk about this, but um, just for years, I just want to, you know, reach out to people out there who have health conditions. For years, first, I couldn't accept my diagnosis. And then I went on to be diagnosed with another autoimmune disease, which was a blood one very... Um, that almost killed me twice. Um, oh, Yalda. And for years... Thank God you're here, by the way. <laughs> just, to, just to interrupt Yalda for a minute. Yalda is one of the most lovely, bubbly, kind, open-hearted people that I've been lucky enough to meet. Completely um, beautiful. And she looks the picture of health, and if I may just say. And she is glowing today. Literally That's glowing. very kind. So at the beginning, when I got ill, I refused the diagnosis. I was like, oh, doctors are wrong. I can't have that. I've been healthy my whole life. What the hell? And then you think it's your fault. Maybe you did something wrong. Finally, once I accepted it, I tried to heal it. The symptoms of ulcerative colitis, like Crohn's, are terrible. You have cramps. I remember sitting, you know, having sushi with a girlfriend. And I was a mother of two young children. And I'm going through excruciating pain. And I know it's going to pass. And I'm trying to focus on what she's saying, or at least not show the pain. And I have been stood at so many drinks parties, dinner parties, where I went through extreme pain. And people thought maybe I was just a bit weird because I would go quiet. But I can imagine, you know, getting a stomach cramp for us people who don't suffer them very often. But when you get them and you, you almost feel like you're about to get a hot sweat or a cold sweat. And you, yeah. you start shaking and it is so awful. Mm. And you had this. Yeah. chronically, every day? Every day. And <coughs> unfortunately, with IBD, you go to the, to the bathroom, I mean, 10, 12, 15 times a day. There's a point where I was, you know, I couldn't build muscle. People today tell me, oh, you look so lo young for your age. I'm 39. But if you look at pictures of me five years ago, I had no muscle on me. I was either really skinny or really fat because I was taking steroids. Aye. I had lines on my face. I was tired. I had dark eye circles. All this to say that when you take your health in charge, whether you're ill or you're healthy, you get results. And today I'm feeling strong. I don't have stomach pains anymore. My tummy is normal-ish as long as I'm good with my food. I do not take medication anymore when... In 2012, 2013, I had to have transfusions every week to keep me alive because my body didn't respond to medication anymore. And there and, is a way. And you were told that you might have to have a bag. Yes. Or is that later on? <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to. I hate you like, for this, Sophie, but. Sorry. Yes. Well, no, but that's such a massive thing. I think you wow. were coming out of your marriage, you had two young children. Yes. And you were told that your life was going to be life with a colostomy bag. And yes. for any woman. That is a massive, yes. massive deal. That was the lowest, a life one sentence. of the lowest points. Yes. So Yalda, you got diagnosed in 2007 with your first autoimmune disease and with your second one in 2012. And you realized that if you wanted to stay alive, Something significant needed to change. Can I just ask you, did you have a very rich diet in sugar and dairy? Did you drink a lot of alcohol? You know, what do you think actually caused this autoimmune disease in the first place? Um, I'm no doctor, so I'm not here to give you, you know, my as an authority, as a doctor, I'm just talking from experience. My background is finance. I used to work on the trading floor and stress levels were high, but I never was ill then. What caused this is a mix. You have genetic factors for any condition, whether you have a heart attack, cancer, there's a part genetic, there's the environment and the lifestyle. By lifestyle, I mean stress levels, but that could be a relationship, that could be anything. Lifestyle. I, what was your lifestyle? My 
first autoimmune disease got kicked in with my first pregnancy. Because when you get pregnant, it changes your immunity. There was autoimmunity in my family. But the point here, what I'm here to talk about is an anti-inflammatory lifestyle. And that will make anyone feel better, look better, feel great. It reduces the chances of being ill with anything. For example, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, that is the diet, that is the lifestyle they follow. And the paleo diet is very close to what I follow. I have devised a plan, which I'm bringing out soon, a 21-day anti-inflammatory um, cleanse. cleanse. And Basically, on the plan, for 21 days, you're 100% good. And once you have all the habits, because it has been proven scientifically, there's a book called The Power of Habit, and it shows scientifically that habits are patterns which are engraved in the brain. And it takes 21 days to write new patterns. So if for 21 days you follow this plan, after that... If you follow it for 80% of the time, you're good. You can still have a glass of wine once in a while, a burger, real life, go to restaurants. But even when you're in restaurants, in those 80% of the time, you make smart choices. But I just need to understand right now, because I've heard about paleo diet, paleo cost. It's quite big in Denmark as well. For a really, really, really long time. But I don't understand it, because there are some people that, and I haven't had the time actually to read enough about it. Some people say that it's ancient man eating. It's the way that we used to eat way back when. Can you explain exactly what the paleo diet entails? What are the ingredients? What are the things you need to stay away from just so that we could understand it from that point of view? Yes, absolutely. The paleo diet is basically a diet which eliminates grains. Grains are rice, Wheat, oats, cereals, dairy. In a nutshell, you focus on vegetables, fish, meat, chicken, eggs, nuts, and good oils. Why? Because all these things, wheat and all, all these grains, even pulses, have omega-6 in them. And omega-6 is inflammatory. And what you want to do in your body is have higher omega-3s, which we hear, um, keep hearing about. And you can go on my blog, eatburnsleep.com. There is a whole post that explains everything you need to understand about omega-3s. And the omega-6, we try and avoid them most of the time. And once in a while, when you go to a really good restaurant or you're with an Italian friend who cooks really well, you have that delicious pasta and you do enjoy it. Yalda and I met several years ago. We were actually both on holiday with Caroline Stanbury in Turkey. And we spent a week together and Yalda told me everything that had been going on in her life. And we, you know, became very good friends. And actually after that holiday, I started trying to follow your guidelines. And so it really inspired me to get underway with the paleo. And when I stick to that, those rules, and they're very easy to follow, it's just about, as you say, reprogramming your mind and breaking bad habits and not reaching for something bad for you, but reaching for something good for you. I have nuts in my kitchen all the time and I snack on nuts because I know that I'd rather have a nut than a piece of bread. And actually, when you stick to these rules and you reprogram, you feel amazing. You feel energetic, you sleep well, your skin looks better, your eyes are brighter. Even weird things like your breath and your hair, everything just starts to smell better because your body is getting all the things it needs from the inside out and it lifts your mood. And actually that combined with exercise for me is what I try and stick to as well. I just want to understand something because I picked up on the fact that you say it's eliminating grains, pulses and dairy essentially. I also want to ask about the sugars. What kind of sweetener can you use? And what would you replace the grains and pulses with? I, had, I actually had no idea that um, pulses were so bad for you. I mean, I love my lentils. I love my chickpeas. I had no idea that they were so 
um, inflaming to the system. What I have heard is that eggs, Sophie and I have had many conversations around eggs and eggs are very, very acidic, which as far as I understand causes inflammation. But can you tell me if you are vegan or if you are someone whose diet does include a lot of pulses and grains simply because you're, you don't eat fish or meat or chicken or dairy for that matter. What are the really good ingredients to um, substitute. Uh, yeah, substitute with? And also, what sweetener would you use? I'm really glad, Sophie, that I have inspired you and that you've seen such amazing results. That's wonderful to hear. Caroline, you're raising uh, some very interesting points here. The first one is eggs are acidic. All animal products are acidic. That's why in my plan, in, my, in the way I, I suggest people, or at least what I've done for myself, is I always make sure I have a bigger portion of greens versus meat products. So like 40-60? I don't actually weigh it because I don't want to become obsessive. No, I don't no, no, I understand that. But for people out there, what, if you really want to stay in balance, because I heard that I if would you say 30-70. Okay, yeah. that's very interesting. Because we eat way too many meat products. That's where veganism, I find, has a point. The way the food industry has evolved, the way we produce beef, salmon, it's completely so far removed from the way our grandparents used to eat. So we need to be sensible about this. I don't have beef that much at all. As a treat, maybe once every week, once every two weeks, if I'm in a restaurant and the steak is delicious... Or if I make some oxtail at home because you get all the collagen in it and it's been slow cooked and it's much easier to digest. That was the first point. Second point about the sugar. I sweeten with natural sugars like maple syrup mm. or coconut sugars. Coconut and maple both are natural antifungals. They kill the bad bacteria in your gut. White sugar feeds it. Feeds it. Or I use pure stevia, but make sure it's pure because sometimes they mix it with dextrose and really it's sugar. So you read the ingredients. If it's pure stevia, you only need a tiny bit. But following this way of living is very easy. Today, I have the girls are eating as we're talking, as I'm talking, they're eating. <laughs> they're, they're eating a banana bread. And in it, I've replaced the flour with ground almonds. Almonds are alkaline. They make up for the eggs in the mixture, which are acidic. It's made with banana, brings you fiber, as well as the almonds. And sweetness. And sweetness. I've added some walnuts, which are extremely good for the brain. Um, what else did I put in this? They actually say that things benefit the way they look. So the walnut looks a little bit like a brain. Do and as, so it's very good for the brain. Do you, you think do asparagus are good for the willy? <laughs> <laughs> well, they definitely do something to the pee. They definitely do something to the urine, that's for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so they're having this delicious cake. And, and so you don't Actually, so sorry, only for the ones with the small one. <laughs> <laughs> they're not feeling deprived. We're having lovely coffee. They started with this pizza muffin, almond-based, same thing. Totally paleo, that feels like pizza, full of oregano, olive oil, all those flavors. And now we're having a banana cake. I think this banana cake is better than any banana cake I've ever eaten, actually. It feels light, it feels really natural, it's delicious, it's, it's really moist. Satisfying. Um, it's, it's moist, delicious. yeah. And it's sweet, mm. and it's satisfying, and it's gooey. It's and really good. The flavor good. is unbelievable. And you're saying it's just almonds, banana, egg, coconut oil. And maple syrup. Yeah, or coconut sugar. Or coconut sugar. Coconut wow. Sugar and is this something we can find on your blog? On my blog. And I just, <laughs> I'm bringing out the video on YouTube um, this week. So it's on YouTube, on my blog and on my, on my Instagram. We'll tell you the blog at the end. But the other thing I'm definitely going to do actually after this is on my next Ocado is order the ground almonds and replace all things that I'd normally wait with flour. Do you buy ground almonds or do you grind them yourself? No, no, I buy them. Organic ground almonds. Where do, can you get them from Mercado? I just buy them from the supermarket. I find that with healthy things, you need to make your life easy. Otherwise, you fall off the wagon. Otherwise, you fall off the wagon. <laughs> <laughs> but I see that on your Instagram, eat, burn, sleep. My next question for you is... 
and I think a lot of our listeners know, and everyone who knows me well knows, that I've had a little bit of a sleep problem. Mm. And I have had sleep problems since about the age of 21. And I have done breathing exercises. I have made sure that I didn't eat too late. I have made sure that mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that I'm completely in balance. I have tried having the most holistic sleep hygiene, bedroom hygiene rituals that yours. I've literally done everything. And very often I lie in my bed for at least eight hours. But out of those eight hours, and I really do dedicate eight hours to my bed, out of those eight hours, I get anything between four and maybe six and a half if I'm really, really lucky. But in between the four to six and a half hours, I will have woken up a few times. And it is so infuriating. I can't even begin to tell you, Yelda. Actually, I'm just going to interrupt there. But um, funnily enough, Yelda and I went away for the weekend with our children this weekend. And we had a lovely bottle of wine together on the Saturday night. We were all sharing a lovely big room and it was perfect. And I love having a glass of wine. It's, it's kind of a switch off for me. The kids are in bed and I just kind of breathe a huge sigh of relief and drink a nice glass of wine and feel so relaxed. But funnily enough, when we woke up on the Sunday morning super early, because the boys woke up at six, actually your boys woke up at five. <laughs> but, um, they did. but you said to me, do you know, Sophie, I've got to tell you, I, I, can you notice I'm not fe- like my normal bouncy <laughs> self? And I said, why is that? You know, did you not sleep well? And you said, no, it was the alcohol. And that plays an enormous part of sleep. But I'm just going to say something to you, Sophie, because although you and I have given it a pretty fine uh, (laughs) effort recently, both on the tequila and wine front, you know what? For the last... Well, I had Alexander's confirmation this weekend. So on Friday and Saturday, I did drink. But the whole week before, I did not drink. Mm. And all of this week, I have not drunk. And so often, I have not drunk. And it still makes no difference. But then you have been coming down with something. Because I haven't really drunk since we went out that night. And I have been sleeping like a log. Literally, so deeply and so soundly. And I think it's because of my mindset. It's just, I know that by sleeping, it's going to give me that extra boost of, of energy. And just absolutely being so strict with myself to turn off, switch off my computer, switch off my iPhone and literally get into the sleep zone. Do you know what I was thinking? That my biggest problem is I don't have boundaries in regards to when I go to bed. And I hear so many people saying that, you know what, God, such a luxury, no plans this evening, put the kids to bed, and they actually go to bed at 8.39 or 9.30. I've realized that once I've put my children to bed, if I'm not seeing friends for dinner or something like that, I potter around. I organize, I tidy, I write emails, I pay bills, I then go and start tidying my underwear for the hundredth time yeah. this year. And Yelda, what is your opinion about the fact, does one need to make a kind of a, a serious dedication to oneself for a prolonged period of time where you say, I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock every evening to kind of retrain the body? Because nothing else seems to work. 100%. I'm a very good sleeper, but a couple of years ago, I lost my sleep. I suffered bereavement. Someone I loved very much died. And suddenly, me, who used to sleep like a log, slept three hours a night. It really damages the system. I'm no sleep expert, but I will tell you the things I have worked out for myself. First... The first night I got back sleeping was after a Reiki session. I had no idea what a Reiki was. That day I went to Barcor, I did a class, and there was a girl called Annabelle who looked at me. She's a bit of a healer, and she said, oh, you know, I'm a Reiki healer. I'll come and give you a session for free because you look like you need it. This girl came to my home like a godsend. She put her hands on my head, on my shoulders. I don't know what she did. And I had, after 40 days of not sleeping, no more than three hours a night, I had my first night of sleep. Is she still around? 
Can I, and, I have her details, please? And and you yeah, know, I've talked about the healing a lot as well, because I also was introduced to somebody quite recently, a few months ago, who heals and does Reiki and mm-hmm. realigns your chakras. And, and it's really changed my life. It, it basically, when you're feeling really low <coughs> and you don't really know how to shake it and how to manage, you can carry on in your day. It's not going to give you depression. It's not going to make that much of an impact on your life. But as soon as you go and have a session, it lifts a fog that you've been surviving with. It's such an amazing, powerful feeling to get that fog removed. And it's almost like a release, like you've had a block and suddenly it's cleared. It's so true. The other thing... The Reiki was very good. What else? The Reiki was very good, but that was the starting point just because I needed those hours of sleep to be able to refunction again. Because when you're so far off not sleeping... You, it's like all the sensors are off in, in your system. Then I did this thing, and I try and do is no phone in my bedroom at night. I leave it in the kitchen to charge. Otherwise, I find that I go on it instead of reading a real book. And the light, that blue light, stops me from sleeping. Then you're talking about getting overexcited and doing too much stuff at night. What's happening, I'm guessing, is you're doing day activities at night and you're sending your brain signals that it is daytime so your cortisol levels stay high when they're meant to mellow towards late afternoon and I'm coming to my next point when we wake up in the morning we have high cortisol levels that's the stress hormone in the morning it's great we need it to get ready to get the kids ready to get out of the house to go to work we need our brain switched on as the, the day progresses, it goes down and towards the evening, it's meant to go down. That's why you have to mellow the evenings. And one thing we have heard for years was to avoid carbs in the evening. Carbs in the evening are actually very good for you, but good carbs. So what be- are good carbs? Good carbs are sweet potatoes, carrots. I have this soup, which is really basic. All I put in it is leek, sweet potato, carrot, salt, pepper, that's it. And water. And water. And I make it, and if you want to add a little cube, vegetable cube, you can. Would you ever add a bone broth to that? That's a brilliant idea because bone broth heals the gut. A sealed gut stops you from having leaky gut syndrome and makes you healthier overall. So a bone broth as a base is brilliant as well for this soup. I have it as well on my blog. It is the soup I always have in my fridge. I have it today, even if it's meant to be summertime, although it's raining. I always have it because in the evening, I'll have a bowl of that soup. And what happens when you eat good carbs? If you eat bad carbs like a Mars bar, you're going to have a rush of sugar and then you're going to crash. That's bad for you. If you have good carbs, you release serotonin, which is the happy hormone. That's why people who don't eat carbs become grumpy. You need some carbs but good ones in the presence of serotonin you produce melatonin which is the sleep hormone that's why good carbs in the evening and mellowing and chilling out and avoiding alcohol will help you sleep better i think that is such incredibly good advice i am going to follow that Mm -hmm. completely i've actually uh Got a bone broth brewing over there and have had for quite a while. This soup sounds absolutely amazing. I love that. I'm definitely going to try that. And I've also, um, I've got to be completely honest with you. I've been a a bit of a candy junkie for quite some time. And I find that, you know, after basically breakfast, lunch and dinner, if I'm to be completely honest, I want something really sweet, which is actually why this beautiful banana paleo cake that we've just had has really completely hit my satisfaction spot together with this delicious coconut chai tea. I feel so satisfied that I don't want for anything. But like last night, I was having dinner with a girlfriend. I made a delicious chicken casserole with pearl barley. That's not good, is it? A little bit. Okay, well, it was so delicious. And then afterwards, what do I feel like? I feel like chocolate. What mm. do I feel like after chocolate? I want to have but a lollipop filled with bubblegum. And I realize, if I'm to be completely honest with you guys, I eat candy every single 
day no. and I eat it at night. But on, on the chocolate front, we had this whole discussion the other day when we were at Kick's Gym. Is actually chocolate can be quite good for you if you eat the right chocolate. Cacao is so good for you. It's full of flavonoids, polyphenol, magnesium, uh, iron. And I was going to tell you what I do because I have a massively sweet tooth. That's why at the beginning when I became ill and I read all these diets with no carbs, I, mentally it took me so long to accept I could not give up because I thought I was going to give up. I didn't know I was going to come up with these recipes. I do this protein shake with almond milk, collagen, which mm -hmm. Sophie uses in her protein I shakes. I love the collagen. Actually, I'm going to order you some from Amazon. It's Great Lakes Collagen and it is so good at keeping your skin bright and light and plump. Okay, give okay, it to honey, me. I'm just going to give you my Amazon account right now. Will you order it for me, yeah. please? It's, Thank you. It, honestly, I put it in all of my smoothies. So in this smoothie, I, I just, it's very low calorie as well. It's 100 calories. <laughs> I, I put uh, 200 or 250 ml of unsweetened almond milk, really heaped teaspoon of raw cacao powder, stevia, and two tablespoons of collagen. You blend it with a bit of ice if you want to add half a banana or a I banana. I was going to say, instead of the stevia, I actually use bananas, frozen bananas, it's, so it's really cold. But my sweet tooth is really, really, really sweet, so I would then go and use raw honey as well. Probably raw honey... Or I would use another thing that I absolutely love, medjool dates. I use a lot of medjool oh, yeah. dates to sweeten. Yeah. I can't do... So, Yelda, I'm one of these weirdos. I don't, I don't understand calories. And to be quite honest with you, I really, really don't even like the sound of calories. Because I think that people who've spoken about calories and so many people are such prisoners of calories and what it means and how many calories you've had and when you've had them. And I know that I should... No, that's right. I, I know that it's easy enough for me to say because I've never had weight issues, but I do think that there is a little bit of an obsession about these calories. And I would love for people to get back to actually enjoying what they eat and putting in their bodies what is actually really good for them mm. instead of thinking about, about the all this calorie and, and nonsense. that's what's so easy about following the paleo is because it's, it's an easy list to follow. It doesn't contain, it actually is all full of natural sugar. So it's never about the calories. You can eat as much as it, of it as you like. And Yalda, you're living proof that through your whole health issues and coming out the other side and really healing yourself from the inside out, you now have the best physique. You've got a six pack. So kind. <laughs> no, but you, you work out a lot. You exercise pretty much every day. You are never tired, you're full of energy, you sleep well, your skin... Yalda has never had Botox. She's got not one line or crease on her face. She's, Another thing I've just got to say, Sophie, because I'm sitting looking at you guys, right? And as you all know, I'm probably Sophie's greatest hair fan in the whole entire world. But can I just say, Yalda's yeah. hair is even more shiny <laughs> than Sophie's. No, 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 it's not mean because Sophie okay, actually... Can take no, it. Sophie has the most beautiful hair in the world. And, and I'm the first one to say that. But I'm... Yeah. Your hair shines like yeah. newly polished, high-glossed <laughs> American walnut. <laughs> I mean, it is really extraordinary. It is it's quite... Amazing. No, you, I've never you, seen you anything really, like it. You are a, a, a very shining example of somebody who follows this paleo dart very carefully and exercises well because you can't see Yalda right now, but she looks 30. Her hair's so shiny. Fine. Her eyes are bright. She's smiling. She's got perfect skin. She hasn't got one stop line it, and she's muscly, but in a very good, healthy, strong way. She's very slim, but not skinny. Well, she is skinny, sorry. <laughs> sorry. But, you know, she's really healthy. And actually, I, you know, this is exactly Like a healthy, strong, be. powerful yeah. woman. But I then yeah. want to know, because Yelda did say she has a really, really sweet tooth. And I, and I really relate to you on that one. If I had to choose between sweet or savory, um, I would have no problem eating uh, sweets always. We had a really great nanny when I was a child. I just remember my parents were traveling in Asia for five weeks. And this uh, nanny allowed us to eat Harry Bow's wine gum, gummy bears for breakfast with milk every day. Oh my giddy! I mean, quite that mad. Is bad. But so, for example, 
in my opinion, one of the most delicious snacks to have when I crave something super sweet is I take these medjool dates, which I fill with a homemade almond nut butter, which is the easiest thing to make. You roast almonds in the oven for 12 minutes on 180 degrees, allow them to cool. Once they're cool, in the blender with a little bit of pink Himalayan salt, then you blend for about seven to eight minutes. It will get that beautiful buttery consistency. I then open up my medjool date, remove the pit, put the almond butter in, and then I freeze them. Oh, that sounds good. So, so, so delicious. But I want to know... What is the best? Sh- what is the best chocolate to have? Because I, ev- chocolate every day keeps the doctor away, in my opinion. I think um, you should not deprive yourself too much. And I completely agree on the calories. By the way, calories—the way calories are basically how long a fire will burn with that food on a pan in it. That's how they devised calories. That doesn't mean it is the way our body burns the food. So it is actually a completely flawed measure. Um, when it comes to chocolate, it is good for you. And I think dark chocolate, 70% dark chocolate is fine. There's a bit of sugar in it. And so what? That's life. As I said, 80% of the time. Are there any brands that you swear by? I like organic ones. So I go, you know, for green and blacks organic, any organic dark chocolate that's over, that's 70% over. I like it. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So, Yalda, just getting back to you, because um, I want to know exactly what you do on a daily basis. What do you eat? What's your regular intake of food? What do you eat for breakfast? What do you eat for lunch? What do you eat for supper? When do you go to sleep? Do you have herbal teas? How much do you exercise? What kind of exercise do you do? Give us your sort of top tips. Um, first, I'm a big believer of listening to your body because there are days where, you know, I'm not really hungry mm-hmm. until 11 a.m. And some days I'm, I wake up feeling ravenous in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I do listen to my body. I try and work out three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. It and is what a- do you do when you're working out? 
I used to, so, you know, doing very high intensity, high impact workouts, although I love them and I love the sweat, they're quite inflammatory. Mm-hmm. because they raise your cortisol levels up. I mean, if doing very intense workouts were good for you, all sportsmen would live till 100, all professional mm-hmm. sportsmen. Mm-hmm. It's not the case. And it's not because burn out when they're in their sort of early Correct. 30s. It creates yeah. inflammation. Yeah. So as I age, mm. what I like doing is low impact. Me bar, too. yoga, yeah. walking. And once in a while, as a treat, a strong class, if I really miss it. Mm-hmm. A boxing class once in a while, but on a regular oh, basis. Yes. Yeah. But on a regular basis, try and do low impact. Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. I'm obsessed, as everyone knows, with my Paolo's body bar. And do it at And least your body three looks times. incredible for it. But actually, funnily enough, I've been really naughty with my food recently and I've been eating bread, which I cut out completely for about a year, and then we were given a loaf of bread. <laughs> has a good in our goodie bag and it we tasted were. so good i knew it was so bad it was the you know the one that's full of preservatives and sweeteners and oh my gosh i practically ate the entire loaf with butter <laughs> yeah. can, I just, can i just can i just come with a little uh, remark here because in my new book cook yourself happy i actually have a really really great nut bread recipe in denmark the danes have for centuries loved rye bread And actually, in schools and kindergartens, in packed lunches, it's actually almost obligatory for the children to have these open Danish Danish sandwiches with this fresh rye bread that has to be cut in a minimum of one centimeter slices. It's quite extraordinary. I love rye bread. But rye bread, bread, if made in the right way, you have to use a rye bread mother Mm -hmm. and it actually takes a few days to make it, which a lot of people, of course, don't have. But I created a nut bread alternative, which I think is incredible. So simple to make. Mm -hmm. 500 grams of almonds. Yeah. 250 grams of pumpkin seeds Mm -hmm. in my Maggi mix. Mm -hmm. Blend it so it Mm -hmm. becomes a flour. Mm -hmm. I then add whole pumpkin seeds, whole sunflower seeds, Mm -hmm. shea seeds, sesame seeds, psyllium husk, linseed, little bit of water, few French dried herbs, little bit of pink salt. Then I start adding a little bit of water. Once I have added enough water for the whole mixture to combine, I leave it to stand for an hour and a half. Okay. After that, I put it into a bread baking tray mm-hmm. and I bake it on 160 degrees for one and a half hours. And you have the most delicious okay, nut bread, it. which is even better if you toast it a little bit and put fresh put fresh avocado on top oh, yum. with a little bit of olive oil, lemon juice, pink salt, and chili flakes. I'm the one that you have here, my love, is a typical Danish rye bread. Mm, rye bread can last in your fridge for up to two weeks. If you haven't used it, what mm. we do in Denmark with uh, the dried leftovers is we cut them into very, very thin slices, mm-hmm. turn the oven on 180 degrees, drizzle it with olive oil and a little bit of sea salt and bake them in the oven for 20 minutes and you have these rye bread crisps. So oh, it's so, so delicious. So good. Well, I'm, I'm not going to eat that bread ever again because it has completely <laughs> inflamed me, as you say. I work out regularly and I've now suddenly got this bulgy thing over the top of my jeans, which I'm less than impressed with. And it's going to take me a bit of time to get rid of. And I'm paying for my mistakes. I, I agree everything in moderation. And, you know, a classic example is on Sunday morning when we woke up in this beautiful hotel at the weekend. We all had a full English breakfast oh, with no bread, sausages, bacon, black pudding, baked beans eggs it was amazing of haggis that haggis was good <laughs> what's haggis says the dane over here in you the had it don't you remember when we were in um that castle in edinburgh when we were filming Ladies oh my god that disgusting thing that none of us wanted to even <laughs> I taste ate mine. because it smells like it actually it smells, smells like, like a socks. dog's bottom no like a sheep <laughs> You. <laughs> it's the like mo- it? Moroccan in me. I love weird foods. Coming back on rye bread, that is the one exception in my paleo. Because rye is grain, but Danish rye bread has been proven to be full of probiotics because of the mother, to be linked to weight loss. It's very low in gluten and it's extremely high in fiber. It is the best bread you can have if you were to have bread. And for people who don't have uh, tummy problems like I do, I would say go and enjoy it. When I'm well, I do have it. Did you know that they've opened 
one of the most incredible Danish bakeries uh, in the West End, Lauke Husel, where mm. you can buy so many different variations of <laughs> the nuts. Danish rye bread. I'm, will you take me there, please? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Of course I will. Wash down with a bit of tequila. <laughs> joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I have gone on a tequila holiday, Sophie. Great, me too. And to be completely and utterly honest with you, I'm I'm actually going to go on a tequila holiday for at least a year? three weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about alcohol, if you look at my blog, I have regularly the and my Instagram page, I regularly talk about it because for years when I was really ill, I wasn't drinking, you know, occasionally and then I'd get my stomach cramps the next day, but I couldn't help it. If I go to one of my best friend's weddings, I have to have some champagne. Um, <laughs> you have to. I had to. Of course. But now that I'm better, at the beginning I thought, oh, brilliant, I can drink. Except I have noticed terrible side effects. The next day I feel down, I feel low. Even when it's very good wine, like we had with Sophie on Saturday, I get water retention, I gain weight. So I listened to this amazing podcast from a man called Ben Greenberg, who's an ex-athlete, extremely clever guy, who had a guest and they were talking about the effects of alcohol on the body. I'm not going to talk through all the scientific stuff they were saying, but let me narrow it down for you girls. Mm. It's poison. Yeah. It's simply poison. Are you actually talking about every single alcohol, all wine, champagnes and spirits? Everything is poisonous? I have actually. On, on the subject of tequila, a very good friend of mine works with the brand Casa Amigos. And I have heard that Casa Amigos tequila is one of the purest tequilas and it comes from a plant i don't know about the fermentation process i'm not an expert but apparently it is it's from agave and it is very very pure and clean so if you just stick to drinking that on ice with lime you don't actually suffer as much as you do as having a full-bodied red wine that's true but you know what's very interesting in Denmark, uh, in all our big major hospitals, if you've had major surgery, one of the first things that they give you is actually red wine pills because there is something in oh, yeah. red wine that is extremely good for you. And that is why I love yes, the Danes. All the <laughs> antioxidants and polyphenol, but you get them in chocolate in much higher quantities. So they should give you some chocolate. Which might be a better <laughs> alternative when you're in hospital. But I love that. That's a good... Um... But indeed, when you have clean alcohols, you remove the sulfites, the sugar, mm -hmm. the yeast. So and indeed... it's the mixers as well. You yes. know, if you're yes. having a vodka with cranberry juice, you're mixing yes. the vodka with the berries. It's very acidic. But my worst drink actually is white wine. I find yes. that my hangover is... I can't drink it. Because I know my head is going to be pounding probably after the first glass. It's I have zero tolerance for it. So one glass and I am either needing to lie down or I'm dancing on the roof of a car, which is never a good look. When I have uh, white wine, I need to be hugged all day the following day. <laughs> oh, so as long as I have I'm someone hugging me, I'm that. good. But <laughs> no, but I Do actually you have got someone hugging you. After. <laughs> so. I actually Do got you? my lovely kids. Yeah, best hugs friends. in the world. Best, best hugs but, in the but world. But you know, I mentioned to you after our big night that we, I had such a come down from that um, alcohol that we consumed. No, I totally picked up on that. And I, I totally and I, for a that. couple of days, went just wanted to go into hiding. Um, and it's funny how, as we age as well, the effects of alcohol are so much stronger. Or maybe it's just our capacity to recover is weaker. I don't know. But I'm definitely seeing and hearing and experiencing the effects of paleo having followed your way of living. But tell me what you eat in a day, because that would be really interesting. Often in the morning, I'm with the kids. I'm in a hurry. So I just have a few nuts or a banana. or mm -hmm. I do the school drop off. And after I'm done with that, I get hungry. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm hungry for breakfast, I'll have, you know, I've, I go through phases of having always the same thing until I can no more. And I switch to something else that I have all the time. And mm -hmm. So at the moment, it's salmon and avocado. Love it. Without eggs, just salmon, avocado, and maybe tomatoes and mushrooms. Or paleo granola. Mm -hmm. With coconut milk, or even better, coconut uh, coconut yogurt, a sliced banana, 
maybe a little flax seeds on top. I love that. Or one of my shakes, where I'll put the collagen, the vegan protein, almond milk, cacao powder, and a frozen banana mm-hmm. or stevia. Yeah, that's basically the kind of variation. Or, or an omelette. I, I love, I love omelets. omelets. I, yes. I actually have omelets for lunch because I find them mm. so satisfying and quick. And if you're in a rush, if you're in, actually for students, they're really good because they're mm-hmm. so cheap to make and you can just throw in whatever ingredients you want to beef it out. Um, ham, eggs, tomatoes, cheese, whatever it is you feel like that day. With a salad, that is actually one of my favorite lunches. Lovely. Oh, for supper. So that was breakfast. So on a normal day for lunch if you're I mean I'm running around at lunchtime so I very rarely I'm very rarely at home in my kitchen yes what do you do when you're out and about you're between meetings or after an exercise class it's always the same thing it's some form of protein paired with greens okay or sometimes I don't feel like eating meat products and that happens quite often Mm -hmm. I don't want to have what I mean my animal products like no fish or and I will just have you know, a really nice salad with avocado, something rich and and filling, but without any fish or chicken. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Will you use seeds at that point in time? Yeah. And I love um, snacking on these little goodies I make, all these l- sweet things. So is that quite a big thing as well, planning? So plan what you're going to eat and take it with you yeah, if you know I, or, you're going to be out? What, what I do is I always have good food with me or I know my options mm-hmm. when I go around to let's say Pret-a-Manger or any of these shops on the high street I know what I can have mm-hmm. and what do you have I mean yesterday I discovered something crazy at Boots what Boots <laughs> who would think of buying food there I came out of the hairdresser as one does and I was starved and I had a meeting I just had the time to drive to another meeting so I went to Boots and they do this little pot with surimi with which what? surimi you know that crab kind of meat and i looked at the composition it was made of haddock mixed with a bit of mayonnaise rocket salad and peas mm. i mean r- nowadays on the high street you have so many options that are not sandwiches mm-hmm. which are delicious you go to you go to itsu you have this beautiful sashimi place with all these greens we have so many options now. It's nothing like it was five years ago. But I've got to ask you a question because there's a lot of talk out there actually about, do you know what, what is actually in your salmon? And so often it might look like a salmon, mm. but if you had that completely analyzed, sawdust, mm. pesticides, God knows what else, because the majority of salmon today is farmed. And the, the goodness in the fish is completely outbalanced by the bad stuff. I find it really, really scary. So my question to you is, where do you actually source your ingredients? Where would your weekly shop or your daily shop be done? It can be done anywhere as long as you read the labels. You're so right about salmon, and I mentioned it earlier in in the podcast. Farmed salmon, like farmed chicken, uh, not farmed chicken, like non-organic chicken, it's full anti- antibiotics, farm salmon is actually junk food. What I do is I buy wild salmon. You find it in supermarkets, at Whole Foods, at Waitrose. And another option, which is amazing if you like it, I make this breakfast where I put wild salmon, which is tinned. It's so cheap for wild salmon. It's ridiculously cheap. Okay, and then I, my question to you is, don't you think that the tin mixes with the fish? I haven't looked into that homework for me but I, I chop up beetroots uh, little cornichons eggs um, tomatoes I call it breakfast of champions again it's on my blog and I do it with with wild salmon which is um, w- which is in a tin and I remember when my kids were younger I used to do it regularly and one day my son comes in the kitchen he, he kind of sees the ingredients and he looks at me and he goes, Mommy, I don't want to be a champion. Oh, that's so <laughs> sweet. So that's my ne- next question to you. Do your children eat all of these things? For example, we've got a few of these gorgeous pizza muffins left. And I would really love to give a couple of those to Alexander for dinner this evening because I am 100% sure that he's going to find them just as delicious as we did. Do your children eat all of your paleo diet that you serve? 
Yes, I think it's important to not make ourselves or our kids neurotic when it comes to food. So what I do is at home, I feed them the way I eat. So for example, for breakfast, they start with a piece of fruit. Then they have to have some kind of fruit for the protein, for the, sorry, for the fiber, because it's full of enzyme. It stimulates enzyme production in the morning. Then we have something protein-based, so they're full f- for longer, like eggs. Or, and after, when they're hung- if they're still hungry, they, then they can have toast. But we don't start with the toast. Similarly, other meals, I feed them like I do, but I do as well a side of rice or whole wheat pasta. Or, and when they're outside the house, they eat just whatever there is at school or at birthday parties. I don't ask them to avoid things because I don't want to make them crazy and I don't think it's healthy. Mm-hmm. But at home, yes, I cook for the whole family. Mm-hmm. I think that's really nice as well. And I know you get your boys involved with your cooking as well because I've seen it on your Insta stories and they love that. So in the evening, do you tend, I, what I tend to do is go much lighter in the evening. So I eat quite a small portion. I'd rather, I always eat with my boys at five o'clock um, because then I feel ready to go to bed at nine. If The later I eat, the less ready I am to sleep. I cannot go to bed feeling stuffed. And actually that's the problem with going out for dinner sometimes is by the time you've eaten, if you're having you know dinner and going home, you're kind of, as you say, your cortisone levels are up and it's very hard to switch off at that point. So what do you normally prepare for, for the evening meal? So I often eat their leftovers. Me too. <laughs> when they're not with my, with their dad and they're with me, uh, I'll make some. <coughs> one of my favorite thing is I. They always start with that good soup or another green soup. But every we, day. Yeah, every day because otherwise I find it harder to make them eat their vegetables. So we've heard about the wonderful sweet potato carrot soup, which sounds delicious with a bone broth. What is a good green soup for kids? Any greens. I look at what's in my fridge and I'll just whip up a soup. I'll put onions or leek, um, um, a sweet potato, watercress or broccoli, Mm -hmm. anything green, spinach, and I just blend it. They're good boys then. I think if I put a bowl of green soup in front of Finn, he would run out of the kitchen in fear. (laughs) (laughs) But he does like eating... Actually, my children like eating very underdone vegetables. As long as it's crunchy, they like it. And actually, a good tip for any parent is I always serve raw vegetables as an Me option too. as well. So chopped peppers, chopped carrots, chopped cucumbers, always on a little plate in the middle of the table. Me I, tell you, I tell you what my ones loved, and mm. they literally looked upon it like candy. Literally just putting boiled water on top of broccoli, mm-hmm. and then I sieved it quite quickly and had a big bowl of that with a little bowl of olive oil and a little bowl of sea salt, and they would dip. And That's they nice. absolutely yeah. That's loved it. Really, really good that's, idea. That's such a good idea. I'm going to do this because I struggle with broccoli a bit. That's why I give them the f- soup first. So I know they've had a minimum. Yes. And then we'll do so either chicken or fish. Or mm-hmm. They love the chicken soup, which I make regularly. They love all the slow cooker foods I make in the winter. They love. And I do add pearl barley for them. They love that. And then for pudding, I often make them oh my, gosh, my banana ice cream. <laughs> Oh, no. yes. That's yes, so it's just quick. frozen banana. Frozen blended banana. Yeah, that's they good. love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, or a piece of fruit. That's it. Or one of these healthy cakes. Another great one. Another great dessert is frozen grapes. My children Ooh. love that. Literally taking grapes yeah. off the stem and freezing them and giving them a bowl it's like of grapes. It's a little bit like candy. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, a little yeah. bit like candy. Really Yelda, good. what a great pleasure it was to have you here today. I am sure that our listeners will have lots and lots of wonderful questions for Yelda. Um, if you Please want follow to check her out, on Eat, yeah, Burn, Sleep. And her blog, which is www.eatburnsleep.com. And we will be looking forward to welcoming Yelda back probably in another couple of months. So any questions that you have for her, please do send them through to us. And thank you for listening. Thank you very much, girls, for uh, bringing me in. Thank you, Sophie and Caroline, for all your support. Such a pleasure and really lovely to have you. Lots of love from London and see you next week. See you next week. At first I was afraid, I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights thinking how you did me wrong.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. It's time for another season of The Palmetto Porch, an original podcast from Discover South Carolina. I'm Devin Whitmire. Join me as I get to the heart of what makes South Carolina such a great place to visit by speaking to the locals who make it so special. Premiering December 5th, find The Palmetto Porch wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information about our show, visit scpalmettoporch.com. Palmetto Porch.com.